Hey guys, welcome to our Christmas special of 2022. Uh, we're going to be doing something a little bit different this year. We're going to be talking about a non-horror movie of sorts. And then we just get way off topic and talk about Christmas in general and all that stuff. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy this episode. It's a different episode. It's a little bit of a break from horror, but it's it's a good one. Thank you guys so much for listening this year. We've had a great time doing it. We hope you guys have enjoyed uh, we saw we got a lot more views and that's great. You know, we hope you guys, um, continue to enjoy next year and, uh, enjoy this particular podcast and your Christmas as well. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy. Yo, ho, ho, Joe. Oh, wow. Well, clever. What's up, Justin? Not much, man. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you too. So I'm kind of excited about this for um, a couple reasons. One being that uh, we're going to kind of play Guess the Movie uh, for the audience at first for our Christmas special of 2022. And the other other thing is it's a a little bit of a break from horror of sorts. And it's a movie that I kind of really like uh, talking about. So um, the movie uh, is about a family in a uh, suburban Chicago neighborhood. And they live next door to a possible murderer. But the story gets worse. There's a couple burglars in the area who are breaking into houses. Serial burglars. And on top of all that, the kid in the family wishes his parents would disappear. And they do. And he's by himself. These elements just spell out horror. But of course we're talking about the 1990 Christopher Columbus classic, Home Alone. Um, And that is our movie of uh, this particular special. So... We thought it'd be nice to take a little break from horror. A little break, but not much of a break. Obviously, yeah, as I just described the movie, there's some scary shit. <laughs> not for nothing, that neighbor was creepy as hell. Oh, he sure was, yeah. All right, what's the scariest thing about all those things? Is it being uh, wishing your family gone and not knowing where they went, burglar is uh, coming into your house, or living next to a uh, possible mass murderer? For me, it's the possible... Uh, serial killer next door just because and this is never really dived into much in the movie itself but like the guy mentions that like he had some kind of falling out with his family (laughs) but we never find out what that falling out was Uh uh-huh so was it that his daughter found out that he was a serial killer (laughs) that's that's definitely a possibility um and then he's like stalking his grandchild, right? While she's singing in church. <laughs> if you change the music at Home Alone, it's a very different movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Keep John Williams. Yeah, but just have him do something different. All right, right. Um, well, I hope your family doesn't listen to this podcast because they'll know that you don't care about them being uh, gone. But I. Uh, <laughs> I think that, I mean, I, you know, it's, it, it's funny because, like, I guess it depends on what age you are. I think that, like, having your family disappear um, as a child and not knowing what happened is pretty terrifying. Uh, and then also, like, am I a god, you know? Um, <laughs> but, like, burglars would be pretty terrifying, too, you know? Like, especially, you know, you're young and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I think, like, taking Kevin's age, I'd say, like... People breaking into my house would be pretty terrifying. But as an adult, yeah, I think maybe uh, not knowing who this man is next door. Because I don't buy it either. I don't know what the fuck really went on with that with that family. Right. Something obviously, something terrible obviously happened. Yeah. And he talks like an actual serial killer. He's a very like intellectual guy. In the movie, they try to like 
give us that like uh you know the way he speaks and stuff like that is like, oh we can relax now he's he's fine he's a normal guy he's not like blah, blah, blah. but like i think that's actually more terrifying because it's like oh that's how fucking those people talk right yeah yeah you know, there's there's obviously something very very wrong with him but also i think we're kind of skipping maybe one of the most horrific elements of the movie which is the pure psychotic glee that kevin McAllister takes in torturing these two men <laughs> that's true that is true For like a half hour straight you know that's like always like the cartoony part of it but like when you break down the things he does to them those guys would have been dead like 10 times over oh god yeah yeah and it gets worse in the second one. you throw a brick off a building and hit someone in the head multiple times i mean one is enough but multiple times like that person's fucking dead you know he was in like oh, yeah. yeah he wasn't like you know from the top of like a little like you know ranch house it was like a fucking building in manhattan yeah it was, uh, it was like a three-story uh a brownstone everybody has basically seen home alone i mean there's no point really like you know talking about the story here when did, did you see it in the theater like what, what was kind of like I the did. first time you saw yeah. it yeah um, yeah my grandfather took me to see it okay. in the theater when it came out um i guess it would have been uh just before christmas yeah um that sounds about right yeah so yeah this this movie came out was it was it like november december yeah uh, i think it was november yeah i'm pretty sure it was november but i i saw it in the theater as well my parents took me to see it and um you know i was like i was in love with this movie when it came out i was a huge fan as a kid um it's like my favorite thing for that time well for a long time oh, really yeah. i remember like missing a little bit of the beginning of the movie and i remember exactly what part i walked into as a kid and i was obviously like I was nine at the time, but I remember very specifically walking into the theater during the part where um, Kevin was in the room with Buzz talking about the killer, talking about the guy outside, um, the neighbor. Right. And that's what I walked into. So I missed a little bit of the beginning. Um, I don't remember how quick this came out on VHS. Um, was it like was it in time for like next Christmas? Maybe I don't even remember. I think it was Christmas. It, it was definitely within the year. Those VHS tapes they took a while to come out back then. I mean, the only one yeah. I remember coming out like immediately, and this was considered fast. Nowadays we get these things within thirty days. It, this was considered very fast. Was when Batman came out in '89. Uh, that movie came out like it I was think out in time for Christmas. It was yeah, and that movie I mean, came out in like VHS. July. June or July? Or was it was it earlier? Was it May? Well, the movie came out in the theater in June. Okay, it was, it was June. I think it was June 19th. And that VHS was out for Christmas, and that was considered extremely fast back then. Oh, yeah. But they had to, because it was the biggest movie ever. They were like, we got to yeah, get this basically. immediately. Yeah, and those things flew off the shelf, too, at the Wiz. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this movie might have came out on VHS, like, close to the following Christmas, or probably that. I I'll have to look it up. I don't really remember. I should have looked it up before. But I remember getting that from whatever video store chain was around at the time it might have been like um i don't know if it was blockbuster yet but it was like something like that i remember like it came with um the vhs that i got came with like a um copy of the map he made oh you bought it oh okay I th for some reason i thought you were saying you rented it you bought it okay. I, I bought it from rental store yeah uh, well, I, I mean, I didn't. My parents bought it for me. But, like, right, it came right. with the map, and I was just, like, I was so I was so happy. I was so obsessed with that. And I have such, Thank like, you. fond memories of, like, having that map up and just, like, carrying around me all the time and watching the movie over and over and over again. And then I got to see the movie in full, obviously, because I missed it in the theater. But I, I remember, like, just my whole family enjoyed it, too. I, you know, I, I remember going to the movies with my parents a lot. But, you know, sometimes, like, they were just kind of disconnected to whatever was 
on. But I remember like this was the movie that like we all enjoyed. It was like a bonding time, you know, like kind of like all liking the same thing and, and, and like really enjoying it. And then I remember when the VHS, you know, came out and I watched it, like we all watched it again and stuff like that. So yeah, I had I had quite a uh, a special relationship with this movie, especially for like the holiday season. It's a, it's like one of the bigger ones I associate with Christmas just because it was such a big part of my Christmas as a kid, you know, uh, back then. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, we, we're, we're the same age. So like, like this movie kind of came out like sort of our prime time, you know, yeah. because I think, well, like we were about the same age as Kevin was right. Nine. And yeah. we were nine. Kevin was eight. Right. So like that, that was like sort of our, um, Kevin was our hero. Right. He was. Yeah. <laughs> I guess at the time we thought he was cool, you know, because we were, we were little fucking my girl, Richie Rich. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen Richie Rich. I don't think I did either. Yeah. This, this movie was like, you know, a big deal for me. And you know, it's one of the things that I still watch to this day. I think the only other movie as a kid that I watch this day that's like Christmas related, uh, it's probably Batman Returns. Okay. Yeah. For me, Batman Returns and also, uh, Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see it as a kid there's a lot of movies i watch every christmas now but i kind of saw them a little bit you know uh later on in life right you know like some of the christmas things i was into as a kid i don't really watch anymore except for like those things actually that's not true the um yeah like once rudolph comes on you yeah have to watch yeah it. but like that's one of those things like those, those christmas specials like the, the rankin bass christmas specials like they're all on like dvd and they're all streaming now but like i won't seek those out you know like i i i'm not gonna like, oh you want it to just happen to you yeah if, if yeah if it if, if like that's the thing like it, it comes on when it comes on and you watch it then I, yeah but i don't even have regular tv anymore so that like that kind of like i wouldn't really be able to do that i i do put one of those on during the holidays like whether it be like rudolph or santa claus come to town um like one of those uh ones i'll put on at least one anyway yeah and um yeah so that i don't i don't really get to see it that way anymore like i didn't have a strong connection to like the peanut stuff i know a lot of people do um my girlfriend does she loves the peanuts you know holiday specials so we we watch them all the time um again we put them on because like they're not really on anymore um right. you know so you know it's nice that we have these things at least to like you know be able to go to i mean and i don't even see them streaming anywhere we have the dvds and the blu-rays or whatever but um yeah i think um well i know rank and bass they put out like the entire like christmas collection on on dvd they have multiple box yeah they have multiple box sets um so like that like you know they're readily available yeah yeah and cheap too it's always like inexpensive to buy a set of like you know four or five of these specials or whatever the case may be right yeah i really love watching like the um special features on there you know because i like seeing like them put those models together you know what's funny i know um like the one of the original uh rudolphs is actually like in a museum and he's in like pristine condition really like still like that's a 60 year old yeah uh, clay puppet what a light bulb and it's it like he fucking was nose. Just, yeah right and it looks like he was just made like yesterday they did they took care of him yeah it's national treasure right there <laughs> um i mean yeah kind of yeah the christmas story was something that like i got into recent like not in like the recent years like maybe like in the last 10 10 or 15 years i guess you would say 
probably like 15 okay. years, like when catching it on TBS, like over and over and over again on the on the right. the Christmas marathon, I got into it. But I didn't see that as a kid. I saw that like you know again like later on. I was like my late right. 20s. But um, we're getting back to Home Alone. I mean, there's another important aspect of Home Alone that. Uh, it kind of affects uh, me now because remember when the the talk boy was a thing? Uh, yeah, I, I I was really hoping we'd get into the talk boy at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the talk boy man. I I so I had you know when the uh, when the other movie came out, I they had the talk boy in it, and I uh, I got that for Christmas that year, and I was just in love with recording anything and everything. And I remember I used to like um you know like make little like stories and stuff like that when I was a kid because I you know I, I was like you know. 10 or 11 at that point um mm-hmm. and record like little stories and stuff like that like i was like if i was going on like adventures in my like basement and stuff like that you know or outside and i'd like record what i was doing like this like little documentary um and i would record and what i'll also do is like, i would record episodes of batman the animated series audio only and i would like listen to them in my bed when i was going to sleep um i remember specifically like the christmas of the joker episode I had like recorded that off the television and with a talk boy. And then I like listened nice. to it later on. Yeah. And, um, I had like, I had a blast with that thing. And that was kind of like my introduction to this shit, <laughs> you know, which is right. recording myself and, and, you know, talking to my friends and recording it. Um, it, 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 it that was really the, the, the start of it all. I, I had a, a, a similar experience on that. Okay. So I didn't, I desperately wanted the talk boy. Everybody desperately wanted the talk boy. For yeah. Christmas. Um, I never got it. Oh, I never got the talk boy. My cousin did. Mm. My cousin had gotten the talk boy. So anytime I went over there, which was rare, but anytime I went over there, um, me and him, because we were not too far off in age, um, we would record like like radio shows, like just the two of us talking, very much yeah, like yeah. that. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, unfortunately, I, I personally never had one. I would love to get one even now, just to have it. You <laughs> yeah, know? right. I can't imagine what they go for. Oh, it's got to be insane. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I don't know. It, I don't know if that was one of those things that they like replicated and re-released. You know. Um, I I, I don't think it is. I, I I don't think I've ever seen it anywhere. Mm. Um, that's that's been a big thing, thing lately. Is, yeah, I know. So the talk boy didn't exist. Oh, I know. It was made up for the movie. Yeah, yeah. It was made for the movie. Like, even the one that he had in the movie, it didn't work. It wasn't a functioning prop. Um, but he, he actually, Macaulay Culkin actually got to keep the talk boy. Just a non-working prop? Just the non-working prop. He yeah. wanted to keep it, so they gave it to him. Yeah, but they released that thing, like, pretty quickly. Because I remember that being a Christmas thing that, was, that yeah, year. That was out for Christmas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there wasn't a lot of Home Alone merchandise because, like, what was there, you know, to make? Like, they didn't make toys or anything like that. But that was a yeah. thing. And the video games were, were a thing. But they were fucking dumb, man. They weren't they weren't good at all, from um, what I remember. I, I, I remember playing. So my cousin, again, same cousin, he had the first game from Genesis. <laughs> and then I had the game for Home Alone 2 for the SNES. Mm-hmm. And I played that game to death. I had I had one of them for the Game Boy, and I just like I I, I remember just like never knowing what to fucking do. Well, it might have just been because it was on the Game Boy, maybe. But that was really it, it, there was real limitations, like with the with the merchandising for that movie. At least from what I remember, maybe there was stuff out that I just didn't know about. But no, I don't think there was much. Um, what do you really make? You know, 
Like every. Well, I I know there were books. Like they had like you know obviously like the Scholastic books that you would get. Like yeah, sure. This is the movie. Yeah. Um, you know, but that, that that was it. Like the you know yeah, like you said, you had the video games. Um, but yeah, there really wasn't much. The talk boy was like the biggest thing they had. Well, because like a lot of things that he used in the movie, like the the props that he used and the things that he you know set up to you know catch the burglars they were already like existing properties, you know, like the starting lineup toys and micro machines. Like that movie was a big advertisement for shit that was already out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I am, uh, I, I'm on eBay right now. <laughs> okay. Um, and the, I, I'm looking at talk boys. There's, there's quite a few here. Yeah. But are they all like used? Cause you can't trust that those would actually work at this point. Most of them are used. There is one. That is actually in the box. All right, let me guess how much that goes for. Yeah, I'm not on my phone. I'm gonna guess like an exact price, just two sixty nine. Keep going. Higher than that? Yes. Holy shit! Is it like four seventy five? Lower. Three fifty nine. No, but you're not too far off. How much? Three thirty. Three thirty. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. Three thirty, and there's it's this, the bids are still open there's two bids currently right oh there's now. no buy now option hours. no there's no buy now option on this one cassette tapes have a shelf life like they don't last forever no but i mean you could just use like any cassette yeah tape. yeah yeah it doesn't have to be the one that comes with it it's it, it did well they don't i mean do they really make do they even like manufacture that shit anymore i mean i guess they do right yeah they still have cassette tapes yeah somewhere. blank ones because you have to oh, buy yeah. ones that were, were made somewhat recently because the, the the ones that were made, you know, back in the, the 80s, I don't really know if they'd work at this point. Oh, yeah. No, they're not going to work. Okay. So I found one. Um, it's not in the box, but it says it's in excellent working condition for 169 That's still a lot for an open box toy. There's another one here for 230 This one actually comes with the original cassette tape, but that cassette tape's not going to work. Probably not. Yeah, these things are cheap. It was like a big part of like, you know, our childhood at that point. So like people are going to make a couple bucks on that without a doubt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Nostalgia <laughs> ain't cheap, people. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it sure isn't. Um, I would love to get my hands on the Home Alone like VHS tape and the that, that poster again. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I have a few I VHS tapes. Have- a few. Do you? Still, yeah, I have a few. I, I don't have many, Um, but I have my, I still have my Star Wars VHS tapes. Like I, the original trilogy? Well, I, I when the, yeah, it wasn't like, it's not, it's not the, um like, original uh, set that came out, Um, you know, it was, uh, but it's not like any remastered one. It's the, uh, like, the THX version. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, there was, like, the unaltered trilogy, and it came, it came out probably... The Christmas I was like thirteen, I think, when I like really got into Star Wars. That um, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was because it, it came out before the movies were like re-released and like the special editions came out. Right before the special editions, which was yeah. like yeah, like two years after that, I think they did that. Well, the special editions were ninety seven. Oh yeah, so around ninety five. Yeah, yeah, ninety five. Came out. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, I was like thirteen, fourteen. That sounds about right. Yeah, because like you're talking about, it, and I can picture them in my head, like those. Yeah, stars. yeah. I have those, and I, and I still have my um, special editions too. Um, the I actually I went out like hunting for VHS tapes not that long ago for um, Friday the Thirteenth. I wanted to get the original Friday the Thirteenth VHS sets, um, okay. so I I have like I think like the first like four or four of them I think. Um, they never released like a box set with all of them, did they? Well, no, they or couldn't. VHS. No, they couldn't because they. Um, I think it was like a rights thing, but the first eight 
were owned by um, Paramount. Paramount. And then from then on, they, you know, they weren't anymore. I guess that's why they didn't really call any of them Friday the 13th. But um, I think it would have been a lot to put like eight in, the, in a box because they weren't cheap. Well, I had um, the I had the Nightmare on Elm Street VHS box set. Oh, that's true. They did have that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I, I had that one and that was... Um, well, at the time, the first seven movies. I remember the Spines all had made like a big like picture. The Big Freddy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that set. Um, I didn't have that. And it was though. awesome because there were special features on those VHSs, on those tapes. Yeah, I, I remember. Well, I know like the Star Wars ones had special features. They had like interviews in the beginning. I would skip yeah. it a lot, obviously, but I, the first time I put it on, I watched them. Or sometimes they have that, like things at the end. Yeah, I think. Um, I think the Elm Street ones they had like a little something in the beginning and then like like long special features at the end like every tape did. Yeah, well, we're talking a lot about like Christmas Christmas nostalgia. I guess the nostalgia in general at this <laughs> point. Um, what's like what's like a big you know in the Halloween episodes we talked about like our you know favorite uh, Halloween nostalgic memories. What's uh, what do you got for Christmas? You got one that you could think of like a go to? Um, there was one. I remember, I want to say I was, and these are like vague memories at best. Yeah. But it's like the one that I always kind they of. They get jumbled about. as you're older. Like, you know, Christmas is all blend together, you know, like. That's true. You, like, yeah. you know, like my, my sixth, seventh and eighth year of Christmas was probably like just one big memory at this point for me. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But like thinking back, like my, I want to say second Christmas. Um, of life? You remember that? Uh, uh, it's a mixture of re- like just remembering sort of like the feelings of it. And, okay. Like having seen the pictures and stuff, but like looking back at the pictures like brings back some of those memories. Like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember that. Um, that was probably uh, the biggest Christmas I had I will ever see in my life. Okay. Because walking into the living room, there was just toys everywhere. Yeah. Like just a mountain of toys and like it was like just like the best early 80s toys you know like um what's it called like a view master like, like <laughs> et stuff that was when i got my favorite toy of all time my super mickey mouse oh nice you know it's just so much stuff it was, it yeah, was yeah. just I, like again like you know because every christmas well most christmases especially when you're a kid you kind of do the same thing over and over again right go to the same places eat the same stuff you know like you right. you wake up you open gifts so aside from like certain like Christmas is sticking out for like a, a particular present. A lot of them kind of blend in too. So yeah, it's it's definitely more the feeling of. My big Christmas nostalgic memory wasn't really Christmas Day itself, although I have a few. But what I think about a lot when I think about Christmas as a kid was my parents um, at, at one point, and it was around the time that um, the first Batman came out, so like 89. It's probably the Christmas of 89. We used to go into the city and it was the only time we ever went to the city uh, as a kid. And we would um, do specific things, uh, you know, Christmas type stuff in the city. And then we would go to FAO Schwartz and my parents let us all pick out one toy early, you know, from our Christmas list at the store that we could play with. And that was probably like a week or two before Christmas. And I remember uh, the first, you know, my first one, I got the Batmobile uh, from the Batman movie from the 89 movie. I got the Batmobile. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I just remember that so vividly. 
and going home and playing with it. And like, I remember the sounds it made and the way the stickers went and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah that was the old toy biz Batmobile, yeah. the open canopy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Um, they didn't make a lot of that line, but, um, no, they didn't. That was a weird line because it was really just Batman, Joker, Bob, the goon, Batmobile. There was a Batwing too, wasn't there? There was a Batwing and like you held it like a gun. It had a trigger and that's what shot the missiles. That's right. That's right. There was a Batwing. There was a Batcave. Um, yes, there was a Batcave. And then there was a reuse that Batcave forever. Really, I don't, I don't, I don't remember them reusing it. They reused that because it was the Batcave Wayne Manor thing. They reused that every year. Every, 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 <laughs> I don't remember movie that. And every show. I don't even remember. Yeah. They reused it and repainted it. So it was the Batman Batcave, the Batman Returns Batcave, the um, Batman Forever Batcave, the Batman the Animated Series Batcave. And the Batman and Robin back games. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And they just repainted aspects of it because it had, like, that one part that could also be, like, the villain's lair. Yeah. And they would just repaint that. Oh, okay, yeah. whatever. Movie. I gotta look that up. I didn't realize that. Because I, I could picture that Batcave from the 89 Batman movie toy line very well in my head. I remember it, you know. Um, right. But yeah, they also had, um, there was a Joker van. Uh, it was kind of more on the obscure side, but they had a Joker van. They had a bat cycle. Um, so there was, a, there, was a, there was a decent amount of vehicles, but um, yeah, the actual figures, there was nothing. There was three guys. But they, but, yeah, just but, three. but they had dropped the ball on that whole thing. And that was like a big problem I think people had with the fact that like they weren't marketing this thing properly. They weren't making enough. They weren't doing enough with the toy line because they, they, you know, Toy Biz wanted out. And, and then they got the boot. And they, I think Kenner took over at that point, right? Kenner took over. With the Superpowers yeah. line. And they just added a bunch of DC characters to the line. Um, well, they did. Well, so the superpowers line came out first. No, no, no. I'm saying the. I'm sorry. It wasn't. It, they, it, it, so yeah, superpowers came out first. I'm talking about. It was called superheroes. Maybe they renamed that it. That was Toy Biz. That was when Toy Biz took over. But that was still Toy Biz. I thought Toy Biz lost and Kenner took over. No. So what happened was Kenner had had the had the had the line first. Yeah. They came out with superpowers. Then Toy Biz came in. Yeah, and, and they, they did nothing. Some of the, well, they did nothing. At first. But they reused some of the, um, the superpower sculpts. Oh, yeah, they were very similar. But see, that was, but that was yeah. like, but, but the Batman 89 toy line just had those three guys in those in those vehicles and oh, then yeah, like no toy biz dropped the bull when it came to the yeah and then I, I i all right so i didn't know that they also did yeah i guess that makes sense because it was the same card basically the same backing and they just added no, all the other characters to it backing. no but i'm saying like they still had the gold backing. no no but they still had the the um the batman bob the goon and the joker it was the same toy biz oh, ones yes, on yes, the backing yes, of the yes. card right and yes. and they were still part of that line. They just added more to it. So yeah, I guess it makes sense. It was Toy Biz, but but then they lost out when Batman Returns came out because I remember they called it like the Dark Knight Collection and they like re-released a bunch of different Batman. Yeah, that's that's when Kenner. Yeah. Kenner. Okay, so they did. They took the line back basically. Yeah, Kenner took gotcha. the line back, and we're like, <laughs> we're going to do this right now. Right, right. Oh, and that's they, when Batman actually looked like Michael Keaton. And they and they they did it right. 100% in terms of like marketing a toy because like you had 10 different versions of Batman. Oh yeah. You know, like fucking night attack Batman, you know, submarine attack Batman, like all these different things. And you're like, well, that wasn't in the movie, but I had to have it. <laughs> so right. you have like a whole bunch of different Batman. Just, I don't know. What did you make these guys do? Have like, like meetings. Like I, that's like, there was no one to fight him. Like they fight each other to, to be the ultimate Batman. I don't know what the, what the point of that was, but they did release another Joker. I remember at two with that line uh, that looked a little bit more like Jack Nicholson. It looked like Jack Nicholson. And it was the, um, the, the one that you could actually like the, the face changed. 
yeah with the water so that he had the um uh, like the you know the regular like you know human face yeah 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 oh man that was a cool one that one and uh that joker and the quick change batman were like my two favorite batman oh yeah yeah i remember that well there was a bruce wayne too that you could like clip on the shit that's the one i'm talking about oh that you're talking about that yeah yeah Yeah, i got that that that's another christmas memory i had gotten that for christmas oh i i want to say it was before batman returns i think it was during the the dark knight collection so it was like 90 or 91 somewhere there yeah, yeah, it was between between the movies, for, definitely. Yeah, man. Ah, uh, see, we 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 kind of. Well, I, I wouldn't say we got off topic, really. We're just not talking about Home Alone anymore. But <laughs> um, Christmas. <laughs> well, we're just talking about Christmas in general. Just it's Christmas. Fun. Yeah. This this was a good this was a good one. I I like talking about this stuff. Um, and we don't really get to because we kind of focus on horror stuff all the time. But it take a little break from the holidays and uh, you know bring you guys something different for the end of the year. Um, we got one more episode coming out tomorrow. That's our top ten. Um, that we you know we talked about previously, and that's pretty much it for the year. And we'll we'll be back you know shortly after uh, with a bunch of stuff for twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's a, it's gonna be a good year. We got we we're gonna have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, you know, hope you guys enjoyed this uh, <laughs> kind of side uh, sidetrack. Uh, and uh, I know we did. And uh, I hope you enjoy your Christmas. You guys have a great one, healthy one, Justin. Merry Christmas to you as well. And uh, I'll well, I'll talk to you Christmas proper. But um, yeah. yeah. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, have a great night. Good night, everybody. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do... Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81 and if you want to follow me on slasher the horror-based social media site you can find me at sexy vampire teeth pod and if you want to follow me on social media you can't i'm off the stuff so if you guys want updates on the show please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every monday night for a new episode thanks for listening guys and good night so long everybody